a very welcome back to the latest episode of Tree Talk with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. And um, this week we're going to do an award special for, for the club year just gone. But before we start, Matt, a lovely wake up call this morning. Ian Corbett nominated for uh, an all star in the football. Richie deserved the first in 2010, and you will speak a bit about there about the man that is so deserving of this uh, recognition. Yeah, there's a broad smile on my face since since learning about it this absolutely this morning. I'm I am absolutely really really I'm really thrilled. <clears throat> I'm really thrilled for everybody connected um with Limerick football. Like it, it's 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 a statement for Limerick football, but in particular I, I am absolutely delighted for Ian Corbett because um we, we we've been talking about Ian Corbett, I suppose, since this medium started almost three years ago, believe it or not. And like he has come up, he has come up so often, and so often for all uh, for all the right reasons. Um, I think if there was anybody deserving of it, of a nomination for an all star, and not just a nomination for an all star, but an all star, to be named an all star, it, it, it is Ian Corbett because he, his contribution to Limerick has has been immense. And when we talk about Liam, Ian Corbett. We just—it's not sufficient um, to talk about Ian Corbett, the footballer. We've got to talk about Ian Corbett, the leader, as well, because he is—he's a natural leader, and and we we see his performances time out of mind, um, whether it is Limerick or whether it's Newcastle West. Like you're always going to get a top-class performance from Ian Corbett, and now this—this this is coming. In a year um, which has been topsy turvy for everybody during during the year um, because of the pandemic, and particularly um, for people like Ian Corbett, because as 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 we know, Ian Corbett went into Temple Moor to train as being a guard, Garda, was fast tracked out into passing out to tackle the pandemic, and had to, to go back again to, to to resume his studies. So, like you know. Ian Corbett would have been excused in 2020 for focusing on his career, but he satisfactorily, um, he, he, he satisfactorily, um, you know, worked out his career and his and, and his footballing career. And like, you know, his performances are such now that they they they, they go unnoticed um, for for, um, for for the most part. For the, for the simple reason that we're, 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 we that are used to seeing him playing at club and at county level are saying, well, sure, look, that's, that's Ian Corbett anyway. He's, he's, he's going to bring that level of performance anyway. But, you know, um, it's high time and it's, it's not a minute before time that, that he gets the recognition he deserves. And just have the congratulations to, to, um, to Ian Corbett and, um, to the Newcastle West Club and indeed everybody involved with Limerick and um, I, I have no doubt there'll be no one more delighted um, than, than his, his fellow club man, Limerick manager Billy Lee um, because um, like he, he, Billy um, uh, the way he has managed the Limerick team and the way he has overseen them um, the, the year that they've had in, in, in 2020 and I know we're going to be talking about him later in, 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 the, in the context of, ga of games it has it has been nothing but phenomenal. But heartiest and heartiest of congratulations to Ian Corbett, and let's hope, let's hope that common sense will prevail, 
and that Ian Corbett will get one of those coveted All Star awards. Yeah, please God, and I, I think it's it's well it's well deserved. That's I'd say nearly every Monday and Tuesday this year after weekend of games, uh, the the annual or the weekly team of the weeks, Ian Corbett was a, a stalwart there at six every single week. So it's rich deserved for Ian, and um, I suppose he he'll get twenty four hours to himself to, as the only lyric man nominated. The Harlan All Stars nominations will be released tomorrow. If you just had to put a number on it for the All Ireland champions. How many will Limerick get tomorrow, do you think? Get nominated? Nominated in the hurling. You just had to put a number on it. Um, I, <laughs> you had nine in your team, to, so there's nine definitely. I was, going to flippant, I was going to flippantly say to you how many were on the panel. Yeah, that's very uh, true, very true. I, I think they would, they, they, they'll be closing up to 15. Yeah, you'd imagine that maybe Peter Casey and Shane Shanigan that were so interchangeable and probably could work against each other, or you could have even 16, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's I, hard uh, to tell, but look, we'll give Ian Corbett his, his 24 hours recognition because he so richly deserves it, as we've said many times, and please God, just common sense will prevail, and that we'll get a Limerick uh, all-star in the football to go with however many we get in the hurling. Um, another piece of news we'll just go through before we get into the, the club awards is Pat Ryan is the new Limerick Camogie manager. The Knockany native takes over for the upcoming year. Uh, still unsure what kind of a season we'll have again, but it's a positive appointment for the Camogie team. Yeah, and, and um, there's a new Camogie executive effectively this year. And, and like uh, they, they, they have wasted no time in... in, 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 in um, in, in putting their ducks in order, as, as, as it were. Um, like the unfortunate departure of Paul Sexton for family reasons late last year had, had left a void. And obviously, um, you know, they, they, that has now been filled with the appointment of Pat Ryan. And I suppose, in, in prob- probably from a logistical point of view, it, it, it's a good thing that he's going to be managing the, the, the senior and intermediate, uh, senior and junior teams. And and let's let, let's hope that, that 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 the junior team will will be just a pathway to to, to the senior team, and um, he, he's he's brought in a, a quite a strong backroom team. John Lillis, a former and and from um, uh, sorry, a former Tipperary Camogie manager, um, is 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 among his coaches. Shane O'Neill, who's a bit of a good bit of experience um, at at. Um, Involved with Limerick Camogie teams is is also in there among them. But but Pat brings um, um brings vast experience uh, to the table. Um, like he, he, many many years playing playing with Nakani, and he won a county intermediate medal with Nakani in nineteen ninety nine. And he he guided Nakani to a couple of county minor championships. Um, it, it was after there he 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 cut his teeth in management and. He, he guided Nakani to a county senior hurling league, and then he, he was involved. Um, he, he while posted, uh, he's a bank official, and while posted in, in, in Antrim, he was involved. He became the Antrim Camogie manager and was involved with the Queen's University's hurling team, and also with the um, Donovan Rasa hurling team. And then in Kerry, he was he was involved. Um, he guided Kerry to an All Ireland Minor B Championship. And um, was involved with the Causeway Club down there, and um, back home, nearer to home. Then, um, in in 2017, he helped Nakani, or sorry, Fedimer, um, win a first um, 
East Ch- Junior Hurling Championship in 18 years, and and um, he also had a spell with 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 um, with um, Kiltiri Drumkean. Uh, Pat Ryan comes with a vast vast experience, and he he has brought on board with him another coach who uh, who who is coming up through the ranks um, and 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 making a name for himself. Is his fellow clubman Tom Maloney. So like the the the, the, the signs are good, um, and let's let's hope. Let's hope. Um, let's hope. First of all, that we get games, Jack. Yeah. You, you know, and when are we? When are we going to get get games? Um, we we have a we have a fair idea of 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 um, what the GA's thinking is on regarding intercounty vis-a-vis club. Um, we haven't got the same sort of information from Camogie as to what what there's there's structures might 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 look like um but whatever they are to pat ryan i know pat quite well um pat uh, and 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 his management team we wish him the very very best of luck yeah and, I, and i'll second that and we look forward to the season i hope 2019 there was great progress for the Camogie team obviously 2020 was a was a blip in the road please god and hopefully pat ryan will steer the ship back in the right course but We'll get down to what, what we set out to do today, and that's the 2020 Club Awards. Um, as I said, we've, we've eight uh, categories. We've Match of the Year, Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year, Performance of the Year from a team, Performance of the Year from an individual, uh, the Score of the Year, the Biggest Surprise, and then the Overall Team of the Year. Um, we've broke it down into inter-county, club hurling, and club football. And I suppose we'll start with, as I've laid out here, with the Match of the Year, um, inter-county, I suppose, what kind of games came to your head when you were thinking about that, which was the best inter-county game of the year we saw? There, there, were, there were a good few now. There, there were a good few. Like there, 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 There'd be a good few contenders for that. I suppose you, you, you could simply say Limerick's five hurling championship games, but you, you, you'd be saying that from a Limerick perspective. I, I thought the Limerick-Galway game was a very, very, very good game. I, I thought Limerick's performance in the All Ireland final was excellent. Um, I, you know, and you'll say I'm happening probably on concluding stages, but I thought Limerick's performance against Clare in 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 the opening round, um, you know, um, was a fine performance in which they clinched the league. Um, you switch over and you you, you look at them, you you look at the football performances and the the, the football. And and there there are a number of, of of excellent performances, and I suppose you know um, the, the the probably the Limerick Tipperary football game, which went to extra time and which Limerick came oh so close um, to dislodging Tipperary out of the championship for a second year in a running, um, probably stood out um, as as the football game, but in terms of importance. And um, it was a good game to go with it. Limerick's visit to Sligo. The stakes were extremely, extremely high on that occasion. And um, Limerick, Limerick produced the goods. And it, 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 it was a very, very, very good game. And they, they to me, would be the, would be the pick of them. Um, once the final, I, I wouldn't rate as a great game. Um, the, the the victory over Tipperary, I, I wouldn't rate the game as 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 a great game because like if if it was in Park Equive, it was a very, very bad day. It was played in 
monsoon type conditions. But if you talk about great games and, you know, you have a direct comparison. Um, if you go back to 2018, when Limerick played Cork in Park O'Keeve and, and the type of game that they produced on that particular, um, it, it was very, very, very far short of that. But then um, I, I thought the victory over Clare, um, I, I thought it was a, a very, very good game. Um, uh, at the All-Ireland semi-final and the final from a Limerick point of view, even though it ended up one-sided, um, going to an All-Ireland final and, and you, you score 30 points, Jack. You know, it, there's, there's nothing, very little more to be said, isn't there? No, there isn't. But, you know, I, but I suppose, um, I, I know you're leaning towards Limerick and Tipperary in the football. Yeah. And, and um, I think I would, have to, I would have to agree with you on it. Um, I, I, I think it's, um, I thought it was, it, it was an excellent game. And, um, you know, um, like, you'd have to accept, I suppose, um, Connor Sweeney's effort um, had, had an element of Hail Mary about it. Um, or if not Hail Mary, Holy Mary, anyway. Um, <laughs> in, 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 which, which salvaged the day, but, um, but yeah, I, I, <clears throat> it, it, it probably, you know, if you stand back and look at the games objectively, um, uh, you know, from a full-blooded contest point of view, um, and this is not disregarding the hurlers now at all, yeah. because I, I thought the semi-final was, was, quite, was quite a good game, you know, um, but I, I, I thought that football game, it, it absolutely stood out, and it was so unfortunate that we came at the wrong side of it. I know on, on, on a year in which Limerick won everything in hurling, um, that we should be picking a football game that we lost. Um, as probably our our, our, our our game of the year, we'd probably be marauded and muddled for it. But um, look, we can only we, 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 we can only say what we saw. Yeah, look, I, I'm going to agree when you said that I was going for this game because I said you were Luke, that's the game I was I was edging towards. And again, it's not a slight in the hurlers. I think I just don't think there was ever a point this year, even including the Galway game, that I thought John Kylie's side were going to lose. And I suppose. That's probably why I'm leaning towards the Tip Limerick football game because Tipperary were the favourites. Limerick started so well. Tip came back into it. Limerick responded as well, as you said. Conor Sweeney's efforts, ah, just fantastic footballer, really. And you could you could see it coming. And obviously there was all that drama, only three scores an extra time, but the 20 minutes flew by. Um, from a neutral's yeah. point of view, that football game was better. Um, it was all Ireland hurling final. I'll get that in a while. That's definitely going to be picked along the way. But just for Game of the year, excitement levels, unfortunately, the results goes against us. But just for the game itself, Limerick Tipperary in football finished 115-211. So close to Limerick. But look, they're building and please God, next year, it could be a Limerick football game. It was born out after when, when, when Tipperary went on to win the Munster Championship. Yeah, how, yeah, I know. I know. I remember saying it straight after Tipperary beat Cork that Limerick should be there, but... That'll, that'll serve as an incentive for the, the footballers. And another game I'd even go that would be ahead of all Ireland games was that Sligo game, the 116-114 to 114 win to win Division 4. That was another excellent game from Limerick. So we'll give the footballers their due uh, match of the year, Limerick with Tipperary in the Munster Senior Football semi-final. Uh, moving on to club hurling game of the year, I suppose I'll give my take on this. It was the first game I saw live uh, when we actually got returned to action out in Clarina. 
Munger St. Paul's versus Kildayan Palace Kennery uh, in the first round of the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship. It finished 117 to 116 in Munger St. Paul's favour. Kildayan Palace would get their revenge in the final. They're now promoted. But after however long the break it was, two, three months, it was an exhibition of hurling in Clarina. There was people out on diggers and everything to see this game. And it lived up to the hype. I'm not sure if you were there or not, but I remember saying to you straight after the game that that would be our final. And it was our final. Uh, the roles are reversed in the final, but what a game it was. Yeah, it, it, it was a fantastic game. Um, it, it, it's, certain, it's certainly right up there with, 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 the, with those games. Um, and the, the final wasn't bad either. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. You know, and, and um, like, there were a lot of very, very good club games this year, and, and we were involved in quite a few of them now. Um, the county premier intermediate hurling final, or oh, sorry, the county premier minor hurling final, was, yeah. was, was an excellent game uh, between Barry Brown and 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 um, and and Mungret St. Paul's, and like you know, I I was reflecting on it in um, in advance of, of of this morning, and and. Um, Group one of, of, of the, the senior hurling championship produced some very, very good games for, for different reasons. The championship kicked off with, with, with Patrick Swell and Adair, and Adair building up that big lead and, and Patrick Swell clawing him back. But that group was, was so tightly fought. We had Dune then who, who drew with Adair and drew with Patrick Swell. They were all very, very high-quality games. Yeah. We were asking ourselves the question, you know, at that stage, could could the championship um, maintain that high standard? And then, of course, you, in the other group, you had the defeat of Napierschik by Kilmalak. Kilmalak's first win over Napierschik in six years in, 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 in the first round. Like, it, 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 as it were, put the cat among the pigeons. And... Um, now, the Pearsic, um, it was the wake-up call that they, they were probably looking for yeah. um, and came at the right time. And they, they disposed subsequently of a hand. And then we, 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 we had that, 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 that Kilmanaka-Han game, if you will recall, yeah. where Kilmanaka appeared to be out of sight. And lo and behold, a hand came, came thundering back into it. And, and you know, um, there has been an awful lot of of excitement along the way, <coughs> possibly in, 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 in section B, not as much much um, excitement as as we would have liked, um, you know. Um, but overall, I thought we had a very very decent senior hurling championship, and um, then then you moved on to the concluding stages, and and you had the defeat of Kilmallock by Dune. In, 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 in the county semi-final and um, like would it go down as a surprise? I, I, I don't know um, because um, uh, like I, I, I thought probably um, the manner in which a hand came back at, 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 um, at Kilmanak in the group stages um, for me, anyway, it, 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 certainly, it certainly, certainly raised red flags as far as Kilmallock were, were, were concerned. Um, so, and like Dune, even though they hadn't won in the group stages, they had come through the group stages with two draws. Um, 
it was they were pretty competent competent performances and like that that was a decent semi-final but um Pat, the, the way the Piership defeated the outgoing champions, Patrick's well in the semi-final, and the way they won the final was just absolutely mind-boggling. Um, we said it before, and we'll say it again, Jack. It, it was an awful pity, an awful pity that the Piership didn't get the opportunity to go on to the Munster Club. And, the, yeah. and I have no doubt, go on to the All-Ireland All 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 Series, because I, I think that they, they ticked so many boxes they tick so many boxes during the year, and particularly in the closing stages of a championship, when when you really want your your players to perform, they they, they certainly did it. Now I, yeah, Mungrits Empire. I I thought the, the the Premier Minor hurling final was a game for the ages. That is that your pick, so? Yeah. And Bally Brown obviously went back to back, and I'm well, for me anyway. That we'll be speaking more about Bally Brown uh, throughout this, but it was a real develop, well, another developmental year for Bally Brown, and they really seem to be coming for that senior championship. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like and it, 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 it's like back to back premier titles is not easily done, you know. No, um, I know, I know, June did it, but um, um, look, um, of course, another very, very good final, Jack. A very, very other good game was Dune making it back to back under 21 championships. Yeah. Um, with their victory over Patrick's well. And we shouldn't, we, 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 you know, when you're talking about great games during the year and, and, and real quality games, um, that's up there with them. Yeah, that was actually an excellent game. It's, uh, I think it was two points in the end. I think Adam English yeah. kind of sealed, sealed the day for Dune with a two point win. But look, I'll go for Munger St. Paul's or Kildaima Palace Kennery in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship first round. You're going for Munger St. Paul's versus Bally Brown in the Premier Minor final that Bally Brown came on top in. But as you said, it was a brilliant championship. And after all the uncertainty in March, thank God we got all, all these brilliant games in the hurling. Moving on to the football, um, I suppose I started with my hurling. So you can tell us what, game, what games, I suppose, were in the recognition or reckoning for football game of the year in the club championship. And what did you ultimately go for? Yeah, um, I suppose the standout game, um, the standout game had to be um, possibly um, a day in Newcastle West. Yeah, because here you had the champions of of, of twenty nine, uh, sorry, twenty eighteen, against the champions of twenty nineteen, and like it, it, it was, it was a huge, it was a huge showdown of of of, of a game, and absolutely, um, like. You know, it was a game that was in the melting pot until the final whistle. But there were other interesting games during the year. And um, I suppose as events, as events transpired during the year, when we saw the swashbuckling way in which, which, um, which um, Adair eventually won the county championship, um, like it puts into context the magnitude of Father Casey's <coughs> win over there in, in, in the group stages. Yeah. But if if anything, uh, if you compare it with the hurling, I suppose the wake up for Adair was akin to the wake up um, that, that Napier she got 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 from Kilmallock and as far as Harry Jason and his backroom team in Adair were concerned, it, it probably was at, 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 at just the right time because um, 
um, a day I drove on from it. The performances of your own club, Paddy Steen, Jack, and, and, and uh, their performance in, 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 um, against Father Casey's in, in, in the quarterfinal um, was, another, was, was a, a very, very, very good game. And, and um, like, uh, they went one step further than the previous year, right? Because they pushed them, they pushed Newcastle West the year before, and um, like uh, they, they, they had a decent year. That, that, that was a very, very good game. But I suppose when you're picking the game of the year, it has to be there in Newcastle West. Yeah, <laughs> it, I suppose I, I will probably look for that in the end. But just talking there on the Ballystine point, I have Ballystine and Father Casey down here as one of the games that 14 to 8 points win. It's a huge game for, for Palestine and an incredible performance from the lads in fairness. But as you said, it, it has to go to Adair Newcastle. And I suppose a complete role reversal from 2019 when Adair came in as champions and Newcastle West overturned them in McNeville Park and same again this year. And the intensity that those two sides bring to the championship is, is on a different level for the time being. And it really shows the standard in Liverpool football when them two teams play against each other. Absolutely, and, and, and it, 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 it certainly has set a new benchmark. Um, yeah. The performances of, 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 of those two teams, but we, we, we just cannot. We're, we're talking about this, this, the club football championship, we, we, we cannot. We cannot just depart our discussion without mentioning Drum Bradford and yeah. the the contribution that Drum Bradford have made over two decades at senior level has been absolutely phenomenal. Is it seven county titles, 11 county final appearances? Um, like they, they, they were the benchmark, um, you know, over 20 years. And um, I was there the day they were relegated. Um, uh, it, it, was, it, was a sad, it was a sad day. And would, they went out, they, from Bradford went out, with the dignity and the type of dignity that they have shown, um, like they, they 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 have been great standard bearers for two decades, and and um, they went out to Galtie Gales and um, credit Galtie Gales as well. And the day they they weren't talking about their victory because um, the significance of what was after transpiring wasn't lost in them. And um, but um, what we have to say is, you know, thanks to Drum Bradford for all the memories at senior level over over two decades. And I expect it won't be long before we'll see him back among the top echelons of Limerick football again. Yeah, I don't think it will be. I think just the, the achievements of that team was incredible. I remember one of my housemates is from Cork and he said to me, he said, the Trump Rodford gets to 18 consecutive semifinals. And it really, just, that, just, that just sums up the dominance of that team for so long. And as you said, it won't be long before we see him again. But for now, it's a dare. Yeah, but you team. take go back to 2008, Jack. Yeah. You know, you go back to 2008, and they won the Munster Club Championship. Yeah, the only thing. And that was the first. That was the first Limerick club to do it. Now, all right, Tormund College did it one day of Ireland, but there was only one Limerick player in the entire squad from Colour the first Limerick club to do it, and and they did it in style, and they didn't do it easily. Now. No, um, Nemo and Lundu, I remember this. You could say, look, Osher, oh, sure, look, the, the, the look of the draw. They drew Nemo Rangers in the semi final and, yeah. and beat him. Yeah. And lost, beat Timor in, in, in the final. They, they're, they're, and gave a very good account of themselves up in Lamford against Cross Midland. Yeah. And all like, they're, they're an incredible team. 
like that there's a huge debt of gratitude to be owed to to to, to drum Blackford. Um you know it would not be the same starting off the football championship um this 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 year, whenever it starts and you know, hope everything will be okay. Um without Drum Bradford. When you look down at the fixtures and there's no Drum Bradford there, um it it'll be surreal it'll be surreal. I'm, I'm um, sure that the 12 teams won't mind it too much seeing that they avoided from colour for the year. But if, as you said, it probably won't last very long. They'll probably make it back up to the senior ranks. And I suppose while we're on that, we'll just touch on Clahan for a second. They obviously got promoted after a time in the Intermediate Championship. I was at that game, that game against Sir Griffins. It wasn't, it wasn't a great game by any, any stretch of the imagination. So I think finished 10-7. But the, the drama and the, the intensity levels, again, were, were a huge feature on show. And Clahan will be back senior next year. So I give a nod to that game as potential for a game of the year, but I suppose it, it doesn't it doesn't come close to Gasly there, which will settle on as the game of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, Tahan are are are, um, are going to be back in senior ranks next year and uh, this year, and and they they are certainly a club that will not look out of place at at, at senior level, and. Um, <clears throat> Let's hope it will it will go very very well for Clahan because you know Clahan have been whatever you like to call him a sleeping joint or a fallen joint whatever it, it is but it's great to see him on the road back and I suppose their revival at senior football back to senior football it didn't happen exactly by accident and that it didn't happen um, I I don't know why we we, we expressed. Um, mild surprise when they did it because um, I suppose the reason we did it is that um, um, Gerald Griffins looked so strong and coming off the defeat last year and and um, their performance in, 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 in the group stages because Tahan have been knocking at the door they've been knocking at the door for two or three years and um, it, it, it was it, it was only a question of when they could open it and and um, it was great to see him. Great to see him opening it because um, Limerick football, Limerick GA needs a strong needs a strong Clahan. They're one of the great traditional clubs, but in hurling and football, it's it's not very very long ago. I think about less than twenty five years ago since they did a senior hurling and football double. Yeah. You know, county senior hurling and football double. So like you know, we we, we need the Clahans of this world. Yeah. We're, we're, and it, it's 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 great it's great to see the club back there and and full credit to the people. There's a lot of hardworking people in in, in Tahan and they've for a certain um, number of years recently they've been swimming a bit against the tide. But now let's let, let's hope that you know the tide has gone out and that, that they're back in senior football and and um, back where I I would claim where the, where where they belong and like they 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 have a seasoned team and I don't think they're going to be a pushover for anybody. No, they won't, and I suppose we don't know when we get that championship yet. But one thing's for sure that we'll have Clahan in, in senior, and we'll have we'll have from Colour in the intermediate ranks. But again, just to, to reaffirm that selection, it's Newcastle Adair. Adair's one thirteen to eleven points win over two thousand nineteen champions is our club football game of the year. I suppose moving on to the second category, it's player of the year. Um, at each county level, we spoke at great length last week um, about Garrod Hegarty. I imagine he's still the unanimous choice. Uh, we spoke yeah. there a while ago about Ian Corbett. He'd probably be the nomination for the football team. So we spoke in great deal about them, but I, it's Groot Hegarty and Ian Corbett really would be those two would be the players to send out. 
they they would be they would be the two outstanding players and and um, you know you you could make a case I suppose for Tom Maris you could make make a case um, you could make a case for Sean Finn um, you know um, you could make a case for Dermot Burns you know Keen Lynch you could make a case for him when you're dis- when you're having this type of discussion you can make a case for Keen Keen Lynch is a permanent fixture in those types of discussions. Can make a case for Alan Galan, <coughs> but I suppose you you'd have to go with 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 Hegarty because it looks as if he will probably be named um, Hurler of the Year, and and um, like he's had an absolutely dream season, a fantastic season. Yeah, a dream season, all right? And if we spoke at great length last week about Garrod Hegarty, if anyone wants to listen to that podcast, so just a uh, the 2020 in-county hurling all-stars, um, and a special mention to Ian Corbett this week, but Groot Hegarty is our inter-county player of the year. I suppose moving on to the, the club hurling player of the year, um, I have three names down in front of me here. I, that's why I whittle it down to uh, David Dempsey in the Pearsheek, William O'Donoghue in the Pearsheek, and then I had Kyle Hayes from Dino Palace Henry. Um, did you give much thought to anyone else? Um, I didn't. Um... Peter Casey had a very, very good year. Yeah. Um, a very, very effective year for Napierschik. He he would certainly come into that level of uh, that type of discussion. Um, but um, David Dempsey had an absolutely uh, fantastic year. I, I, it was it was so unfortunate that that um that he picked up that that injury that that um. It was it against Galway that he 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 missed the All Ireland semi final? No, it was the Munster final he was missing from. Yeah, I no, think. no, he missed no. he missed the Galway game. He was came on the Munster final. The Galway game. Yeah. David Dempsey, um, I I don't know why we were surprised that David Dempsey was was so good in the Trump Championship because um, it, what he had shown with Limerick in the in the Munster League. And and in 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 the national league before the shutdown, um, like he he really was on top of his game and he really really picked it up. Um, he really picked it up um, when 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 the club championship started. Now, William O'Donoghue, who I thought was absolutely outstanding in the club championship throughout. Um, here again, um, and we, we spoke earlier on in the context of Ian Corbett, we 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 spoke about leadership and. Um, here, here is he's is a true leader, and like I, I, I narrowed it down. Um, uh, Sean Finn mentioning him had had a very, very good year with Brough. Uh, there, there's no doubt at all about that. Um, Paul O'Brien had a very, very good year. Um, I suppose with Mungret St. Pauls, and and um, you know, I know we'll we'll be talking about young player of the year later. And and um, f- for me, um, you know, I I, I thought a player that was outstanding throughout uh, the year was Colin Coughlin of Bally Brown. Um, was a player that, that impressed me absolutely, huge, hugely. Yeah. But um, oh, it's it's a very very tight call. But between David Dempsey and Willem O'Donoghue, when I came down to it, I went for Willem O'Donoghue. Yeah, I I I'd lean towards Dempsey. Um, we don't know. It's just kind of like man against boys when you see him play. The way he can at that level, he just throws people around. He's the enforcer for Napierschig, and he just he sets the tone. And he's a real leader. Talking about leaders, we don't know. He's a leader. 
But mm. I think just Winodunu is recognised throughout the country now for his performances with Limerick. I think David Dempsey probably doesn't get that recognition yet. He hasn't really broke into that starting 15. But I, th- I don't think I've ever seen him play a bad game for the Pierce And I think it's just a recognition that he deserves. So I'm going to I'm gonna pluck for David Dempsey there for the, the club herder of the year. And you, you will stick with Winodunu. I, I, I'll stick with William Mundano because like, when I was picking the All-Stars, it was a very, very tight call um, uh, for William Mundano. And um, as, 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 far as, as far as I'm concerned, um, there's no difference at all between the type of performance. Um, that's one of the great things about William Mundano is that, that the level of performance he brings to Limerick, he brings it to the Pearson as well. Yeah. You know, <coughs> he's, totally, he's totally consistent whether it's Dublin County. Yeah. And he's is consistent whether it's club or county and um, William O'Donoghue has innate leadership qualities and, and we spoke about Ian Corbett uh, Ian Corbett the player and Ian Corbett the leader and you, you can talk in the very same terms about William O'Donoghue and I, I think for the last couple of years he's been absolutely outstanding for, 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 for the Pierce and particularly in, in 2020 I thought he had an absolute standout year yeah, it won't be the last. Uh, you fully for me anyway. But I, I went for David Dempsey. I had special nod was Kyle Hayes for his performances. We Lion Palace Kenry. You go for Winnie who There are club hurling player of the years. Moving on to the football club player of the year. Um, I narrowed it down to two. Two of their men. Um, Paul Maher and Hugh Burke, who we obviously saw with the Limerick senior football team. Um, at the end of the year, I went for Paul Maher, and again, this was on the same lines of David Dempsey. He's He's a back first and foremost. He's, he's a cornerback. He's a sticky cornerback. Um, but I think he's brought new facets to his game in 2020. Um, kind of a direct running. He was kind of played out closer to the middle of the field for a dare. And I think Hugh Burke got a lot of plaudits and he won't be the last time we hear from him in this podcast. Bidgement for Palmer, I thought he was exceptional throughout for a dare. And when really needed against Newcastle, he really came to the fore. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you about Paul Maher. I, I, I think Paul Maher has, has had an outstanding year club and county. But of course, when you're having a discussion on, on club football player of the year, you know, you, you simply just cannot leave on Ian Corbett. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not a valid discussion if he's not if if he's if he's not in it. Like, but um, his consistency was 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 phenomenal again for New for, for Newcastle West. But like, um, Paul Maher was was to me like Hugh Bork was excellent as well, and Robbie Bork and uh, you know you, you could pick out so many players in in in, in a dare, and like. It's very, very easy to pick out a forward in these type of situations because they get the scores, they get their name up in lights. But um, and sometimes um, we, we pick forwards, you know, get sappy carried away by scoring prowess or a great goal or whatever, wherever it is. And we, we seem to overlook the performance of, of, of um, defenders. But I agree wholeheartedly with you about Paul Maher. I, I thought Paul Maher had a fantastic year. Yeah, an exceptional year. And, and look, we won't debate any more about that, that we have a consensus. Uh, Paul Maher, Club Football Player of the Year, um, obviously with the, with the county champions. That's three and four years for there, and it's an incredible achievement. So our, our Player of the Year's inter-county was Garod Hegarty, uh, Hurlan, I went for David Dempsey, you went for William O'Donoghue, and then football, there was consensus, Paul Maher from Adair. Uh, onto the third category of eight, you have Young Player of the Year. Um, for the inter-county, I have two names down. I have, I have Kyle Hayes as one. I know he, he probably, Kyle has been on the scene now for five or six years, but he's still only 22. 
But I'm going to go for Adam English, uh, the minor captain. Um, I just I was just thinking about it last night. Uh, five points in the in the Munster final, two three in the semi final. I got the win. He got the winning point for Dune in the Counting Twenty One final as well. So I'm going to go for Adam English, a real real prospect for Dune. A real, a real, real prospect, and I, I agree with you. And like that, there, there are compelling cases that can be made for, for, for Kyle Hayes. That could also be be a, a, a case made for, um, um, for Cahal O'Neill. I, I thought his performance um, against Cork in the Under Twenty Hurling Championship was was very, very, very promising. It, it, it just showed that Cahal O'Neill is is translating the form that he had as a minor. Up, up to under twenty level, and he certainly um, deserves honourable mention. But I, I, I cannot, I cannot disagree with you about about. Um, not that I want to disagree with you, Jack. I, I, I cannot um, disagree with you about Adam English because, um, like the two goals in Tullus, you know, they they were really special, and it killed off the cup challenge. And yeah. and like you know, coming up to half time, you're you're struggling to get on top. You're you're a point or two ahead, and what happens? Your captain goes and gets you two cracking goals. You know that's that that is leadership in itself. And um, like his performances overall have been fantastic and fantastic in the monster final. Like we, we hadn't beaten Tipperary in a monster minor hurling final for thirty six years, yeah. and Adam English. Captain Limerick to do it, but not only did he lead the Limerick team, but he led him on the field as well. Um, like his his, his 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 performance was outstanding. I I I think he was the outstanding um, inter-county underage player. I, I I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, and, and obviously we'll get to see him um, with Dune this year. You know what capacity? You would imagine a player like that will be shoehorned straight into the senior team. But it's really exciting for for Adam English himself, but as as the county as well to watch his progress. And please God. Well, of course, in that um, direction. Adam English's pedigree is excellent, as 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 he's a grand nephew of of Eamon Grimes, who yeah. captain yeah. Limerick in 1973. So the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. So, like <laughs> any t- any tips he'll want about how to do it, just ask the grand uncle, you know. What is he he's been doing it so far, anyhow? But moving on into the the club hurling, um, again I've narrowed it down to two names, two Barry Brown men. Uh, Aidan O'Connor and Colin Coughlin you mentioned Colin Coughlin earlier on in the podcast he's just been exceptional but I'm going to go for Aidan O'Connor because Colin Coughlin missed the quarter final against the Pearshig and he was he was usually missed um, that presence in the wing back line even though he's only a young man but I think Aidan O'Connor it was Jake, that says it all about Colin Coughlin yeah, yeah, he, he was does. a 18 year old you know and, and, and he's, he's really really missed you, you cannot say much more about him than that you know but go on sorry for cutting across no, yeah no I just went for Aidan O'Connor because when Coughlin when Coughlin was missing and it was it was an obvious it was an obvious absence and as you said for missing 18 year old is mad but I, I think he he got the first score of the game against Napiershik that day in the Gaelic Grounds quarterfinal really took it to Napiershik obviously in a, in a losing effort but I think in the minor final his score, I think, was a 114. And I know he's a free taker, but even he went on to the freeze against um, went on the freeze against Cork for the under-20s. He took up the freeze against the Pearshig as well when things weren't going that great. I just thought he was just eerily consistent for an 18-year-old. And when Coughlin was missing, Aidan O'Connor stood up. And that's why I'm shading it his way. What was your thinking? Was there any more players or was it down to two Barry Brown lads? 
I had it down to the two because I, I thought they were the standout young hurlers of, of, of the year. Like, the, no doubt at all about it. They, they, you know, they, they, they played in the minor championship and, and they made the transition to, to, to the senior championship. And I, I, I was absolutely gobsmacked in 2020 by the performances of Colin Cochran, I have to say. Yeah. And 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 to me, um, and equally, um, I equally, um, um, Aidan O'Connor had an absolutely fantastic year, and I'm I'm sure that they are going to be fast tracked, um, towards towards the senior panel <coughs> before too long more, yeah. um, because they, they are certainly uh, county senior holders in 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 the, in the waiting, and no, I I opted for Colin Cochran. I I, I thought he was immense. Um, in, 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 in the senior championship in, 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 you know and and I believe that what you said like if if um, you know you, you, you attribute um, your loss maybe to the loss of being without an 18 year old at senior level I, I, I think it says it all about um, the value of Colin Coughlin like his performances at wingback were absolutely outstanding he's got it all he's he, 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 you know you, you look at his attributes you look at his suite of skills uh, Colin Coughlin is endowed with them all like and and his his ability to get long range points Jack um you know is to me was 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 absolutely outstanding I went for Colin Coughlin but just over Ed O'Connor yeah, look, we'll, we'll give, we'll split the vote and the vote each way, O'Connor and Colin Coughlin. But I suppose one thing that they do have in the locker is they'll have beaten in the Pearsig patch well doing at underage level to win count titles. That'll definitely serve Valley Brown in the in uh, the section A of the senior championship this year. Um, so we'll split the vote, one vote for O'Connor, one vote for Colin Coughlin. Exceptional year from the two 18 year olds, and hopefully more more development this year in 2021. Going on to the football, before we get into the debate, I have it down to a Paddy Landers man and a Bally Steen man. Would you be happy to debate that or have you someone else outside of that? I'd happily debate that because I have to say that I, I, I was scratching my head elsewhere right, to, to, um, to, to find... Um, um, young players who were consistent, and I, I would say that I'm at a small bit of a disadvantage here, and a, a small bit of a loss in that because of the congestion of the fixtures, I didn't see as many senior football championship games as I would have liked, and as I would normally have seen because they have been spread out, and that that's through no fault of anybody. County Board did a great job in, in, in getting so many games in such a, such a short window of opportunity. So I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm leaning on your small bit on this one, but um, uh, I, I, I see that, um, uh, who, who are you going with? Are you, you, uh, when, I, when I did this, when I did this earlier in the year, I, I wrote all out and I, I opted for Bally Landers, Killian Meade. Um, I'm, I'm sure you'll, you'll, go, you'll, uh, you'll endorse that. But I also put in Bill Casey for my own club in Ballysteen. Um, you could there was a few more. Um, I thought Killian Ferris as well for Ballysteen was exceptional. Again, as you said there, the congested nature of the fixtures. I was at all the Ballysteen games, so I did miss some games. I did see Ballysteen, so that's I'm going off what I saw. Um, Killian was exceptional all year, and he has been since he broke on the scene probably four or five years ago. But he was minor captain um, for his age group, so he's got the recognition before. I just thought Bill Casey. Um, played corner back, but you really can't pin down Bill. He's an exceptional athlete, um, first and foremost. Um, he's, he's a good footballer as well, and he's definitely making great strides 
I know he came into the game late. Um, he nailed down a position in the in the Ballyseen team this year. I thought he was exceptional throughout. Um, he was named on a team of the year I saw somewhere. Uh, Killin Mead didn't get that honour, but I suppose as a wing-back, it's probably more difficult. But he did help his side to a county final. Um, so when you put it at that, in the, in the game against each other, Phil was excellent, but Killian got the result. So if you'd probably edge towards the Ballylanders, man, but that's probably more going on the Ballylanders' victory. But again, two really exciting prospects for Limerick football. Yeah, two two great um, two great prospects, and, and you know, spoiled for choice between the two of them. Um, but but uh, I will make the argument for 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 Killian Mead because obviously of of the few games that I. Um, of the games that I did see, obviously I saw the Ballylanders games um, uh, because they, they were my own club involved. But when, when I saw Ballylanders coming out the first day, and um, Niall Fitzgerald, who was the who was the new manager in his maiden year as as manager, um, had named three debutants and um, named and named all three in defence. You know, I, I certainly, I certainly was worried to a degree. Your Pat Holian, um, Sean Maloney, who came in at centre back and who was very, very, very good as well, and and um, you had um, Killian Mead, and all three, without exception, we needn't have worried. All three stood up to the plate. But you were absolutely right. Killian Mead was absolutely outstanding, an outstanding young player, um, and. Um, Played, played, played exceptionally, exceptionally well. Um, um, no, um, player that I thought played well as well during the year was Jack Downey for for um, for Ula. You know who who certainly deserve a mention. But I suppose for consistency and the fact that he helped Ballylanders get to the county final, I would be inclined to lean on Killian Mead. Yeah, and I think it was kind of a kind of a fairy tale story in the program in that county final that Killian Mead was a was a mascot in the 2014 final between Ballylanders and St Pat's, and to get there himself then helped team six years later as a 19 year old was a great achievement. Um, I think it's probably only fair though like that, seeing as we split the vote for the young hurler year in the club, that we'll split it again. Um, I'm sure we'll have no problem in saying Killian Mead and Bill Casey, two exceptional talents, will both get a nod, one each from us. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We, I, I'd agree with you. Um, um, like I, I had a bonsai view of Killian Mead um, um, playing left half back where he played, and as you know from the commentary box um, for a couple of the games, and and like he, he really, really has, he, he's he's got it. You know, he's got it. He's a huge future. Yeah, and so, and so does Bill from her own club, Ballyseen, yeah. and hopefully continues in that yeah, I saw, progression. Yeah, I, I saw Bill playing in one of the games. And 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 to me, if 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 um, uh, to have gone in there, I actually I, I I think I asked you after the game who was Bill Casey. Yeah, I tell you did right. Uh, he was I, I very good I asked, I asked somebody after the game who was Bill Casey because he stood out for me, you know. Yeah, well, he's he's a he's a big man. Like he's very tall. He's he's quite strong, and he can he can do it all. He'll get forward. He'll man mark, and he's everything in, in his locker. Um, so. The young players of the year, Inter County, Adam English, unanimous. Then for the club, you had Ed McConnor and Colin Coughlin. And for club football, you had Killian Mead and Bill Casey as our young uh, players of the year. Granted, performance of the year from a team, um, Inter County, I went Limerick's All Ireland final performance. Awesome. There's not really much you can say about uh, 30 points performance in All Ireland final, is there? 
There's no point even. Well, look, we could we could sit here and talk all day, but I'm sure we've talked at length about Limerick's performance. But it was just incredible and a real the pinnacle of the year, I suppose. Limerick kind of trudged through some of the games, but they really showed their class in that other final. Uh, we won't dwell on it too long. I suppose in the hurling football again, I went unanimous choices in the hurling. I said in the Beershig, five twenty-seven to one twelve in the county final. Ah, what can you say about that as well, really? No, no argument, no argument. Don't. Yeah, I'd say what I've said all the time. It's a pity they didn't get the opportunity to go to the next stage. Yeah, there there wasn't a performance like that throughout the year. And then in the football again, county final, a dare four seven to four, and I know that was against their own club by the Landers, but. Again, three exceptional teams that leave it all, leave their best performance to last when it really matters. They, they did, and 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 like we picked three games, um, three games that 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 um, were one-sided, and there were three huge games that were one-sided. But they, they they they, I suppose it's appropriate that we would be picking them because uh, in all three cases. Um, they, they, they were one-sided because of the performance of the winners. Yeah, and you, there's 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 a lot there's a lot of teams that gave great performance throughout the year, but I, there's no there's no matching up with them performances. Limerick thirty points, nineteen All Ireland final, and at their ease for a share of it as well down the stretch. The Pearshig five twenty-seven to one twelve in the county final, um, again at their ease down the stretch, and Adair four seven to four did the hard work in the first half, and then again just comfortable in the end. Three exceptional teams, three exceptional performances, and there's there's no debate there whatsoever. Um, I suppose moving into performance the year from an individual, there will be debates here. Um, for the inter-county, I had Danny Neville's seven points against Cork in January, kind of set the tone for the year. For the footballers, Ian Corbett, take your pick, whatever game you want. But in the end, I went for William O'Donoghue against Tipperary in that monsoon in Parky Cueve. Um, again, he got on the scoreboard. I think he scored two points that day, but it's just his work on the field and around the middle totally negated Noel McGrath, who I thought was hurled of the year in 2019, and set the tone for his side. So I'm looking for William O'Donoghue against Tipperary. Uh, what were your thoughts on the individual performance here from a county player? Yeah, um, William O'Donoghue was obviously that day oblivious to the. To the dire conditions because like he it, it, it was an incredible performance by Willem who one of the, the the real standout performances and uh, another performance that that, that I, I thought was um, the, the, the performance of Tom Morrissey in the All Ireland semi-final and yeah. I've said this before in this medium things did not go well for Tom Morrissey in the Munster final and here he crops up in an All-Ireland semi-final. He scores six points. Um, it's five of them from play. Um, when Angelan was gone off towards the end and uh, stepped up to a vital free and, 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 and put it over the bar. I think it says it all for what, what Tom Morrissey is about. Um, that, you know, he, he quickly put the disappointment of the Munster final when he was called ashore during the second half. Uh, he put that very, very quickly behind him. And the performance that he put on in that semi-final was, was absolutely memorable for me. And he backed it up with a similar performance in the final. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah he, he was, he was exceptional. And like, it's, it's, it's very, very hard to see go beyond. I, I can't go beyond Willem O'Donoghue that day against Tipperary. And uh, like, 
you know, he was outstanding in the first half. And you're saying to yourself, um, can he maintain this level? He did. He did. He answered all the questions. Yeah, um, I, I he had a fantastic, he had a fantastic game, game that day. That's a, a unanimous for Willie Wadunahu. And I, I think it speaks well in that performance that you have uh, Tom Morrissey. I know you mentioned it, six points in the semi-final. Uh, Groot Hegarty, seven points in the All-Ireland final. Tom Morrissey got five that day. But I think it just showed the men that Willie Wadunahu is that it's not about the scoreboard. It's about the leadership around the middle of the field. But again, there was loads, there was loads of exceptional performances. But I'm glad we agree on that one, definitely. Um, when the game was in the melting pot, really, kind of came into his own and took over. For the club hurling, I have it down to three, but I want to hear what kind of games you or players you went for in the club hurling performance. Um, Willem, I don't know who. <laughs> um, nearly in all the games from the PSG. Um, David Dempsey, certainly in, in, in the county final, uh, I would agree with you. Um, Kyle Hayes has had has had a number of of very good performances. Again, Sean Finn had very very good 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 performances for for, for Bluff. Um, like Pat Ryan in one game for Dune, um started off like a trail and had um, I think it was the county semi final. Um, yeah. had, had a very very good performance, but. I, I, I suppose if, if you want to, to deliver on the big stage and the big stage, and this has been the county final. I suppose David Dempsey's performance in this year's county uh, uh, senior hurling final was one for the ages. And um, uh, I'm leaning for David Dempsey on that one. Yeah, and when, when I was talking to you earlier in the week and just off the top of my head, I just kind of said, what was my main initial thoughts? And David Dempsey's county final 2-2 salvo was what I chose. But doing more research during the week, I'm just going to go with Pat Ryan, seven points against Kilmallock um, in the county semi-final because, and we'll get to it in a while, I think that was, I think, doing a real underdogs. No Rich English, no Dara Donovan. And for Pat Ryan, the other kind of county boy, one of them, to step up and score seven points from play, playing kind of centre-forward, which he isn't really. I thought that was exceptional. So I'm going to lean towards Pat Ryan. But as you said, David Dempsey's 2-2. Kyle Hayes got six against Munger that first day. But I'm going to edge towards Pat Ryan. Yeah, um, I, 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 I'll stick with David Dempsey, but um, I, I did say that I thought that Pat Ryan's performance um, I thought was, was exceptional. Like, you're right, he started at centre-forward. A lot rested on his shoulders with both Darrow Donovan and Richie English out. Um, but literally, he was all over the field that day. Yeah. Pat Ryan come yeah. on every blade of grass so many times that day. Um, like, he... he you know, he had a fantastic game, Pat Ryan. You know, he, he just took on the mantle of leader. Yeah. And, and, I, and was, was, was hugely responsible for, for, for in, in, in the main for that win. And his seven points was certainly the icing and the cake and a very, very, very good performance. But I, I'm leaning towards Dempsey because um, David Dempsey, it, it was the big stage. It was county final day. And, you, you know... You need players to stand up. You need, uh, you know, in a county final. And by God, did he do it? Yeah, and look, I, I have no, I have no issues with David Dempsey getting it. I'm going to edge towards Pat Ryan because I'm going to be talking about David Dempsey later on, not to give away anything. But look, I'll give it to Pat Ryan. You give it to David Dempsey. Going on to the football performance here from an individual, um, I, as I said, I saw the Belly Scene games and I thought Darren and performance against um, Father Casey's in the quarterfinal was out of this world, playing again at centre-forward, kind of 
ran the show, even with Danny Neville and the likes of Bill Case, Gillian Ferris on the field, I thought he was head and shoulders above everyone else. That's just from a personal point of view, watching Bally Seen. Um, Owen Hurley, the first day against Drum Broadford, I think he two, three. Um, Drum Broadford were very sticky that first day, but he kind of set the tone on Hurley. Um, Ian Carver got a couple that day, but I thought Owen Hurley was the man that stood out. But I'm going to go for Hugh Burke, again, county final. He got two, two matches, Dave Dempsey score in the Hurling equivalent. Um, he just ran the show for, um, for Adair up front. He's mesmeric sometimes when he gets on the ball. I know he plays kind of inside forward for Limerick, but he's more of a, a centre forward for Adair, and he is the orchestrator of the best, or the conductor of the best orchestra in Limerick, I think, and no, no, not shown anywhere else throughout the year, only in that county final, if you want to see it. Yeah, I, 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 I would be leaning in that direction, as I know, to my cost. Um, uh, but I, I also, you, you'll be pleased to know, give, um, give very honourable mention um, to the performance of, of Danny Neville of your own club against Strom Bradford. Yeah. Um, like he, he, in the first half of that particular game, it was, a, it was what I would call a special, special performance. Mm. Um, it, it, it was Danny, Danny at his absolute best. Absolutely fantastic. But again, we're talking about delivering on the big stage. And, um, uh, you know, there's the biggest stage in Limerick Club football is county final there. County senior football final there. Hugh Burke delivered on county final there. I would agree with you um, in, in, in the football performance. Club football performance of the year has to be Hugh Burke in the county final. Yeah, and it won't be the last we hear from uh, your work today for me anyway. So performance year from an individual, you William O'Donoghue unanimous in the in his uh, performance against Tipperary in the Munster semi-final. Uh, I plucked for Pat Ryan in the county semi-final against Kilmallock, his uh, seven-point salvo. You went for David Dempsey for his 2-2 in the county final, two exceptional goals. And then Hugh Burke unanimous for his performance against Badlanders in the county final for there. Uh, moving on to the score of the year, um, I suppose for an inter-county season, we were blessed. Limerick put on an exhibition of scoring throughout the year. Um, probably not so much with the goals. We only saw, was it three goals against Tipperary? One of them was a penalty. Um, I'd say you could argue with Seamus Flanagan that he probably wasn't going for a goal, for his goal, but I'm sure he'll tell you he is. But for me, I went for Declan Hannon's point against Galway, All-Ireland semi-final, just for half-time. Put Limerick 15 to 11 ahead, but it, it wasn't, Hannon, Hannon finished it, but the player on the back, um, Burns to Finn to Nash into Tom Morrissey and Tom Morrissey takes a really difficult ball on his own 65 real low and just pops off like Nannan and at his ease halfway line over the bar that was just it just summed up Limerick curling there and then in 5-10 seconds Yeah I suppose it summed up Limerick curling and it summed up uh, it, it, it summed up Declan Hannan and it, it, it summed up Declan Hannan's leadership um, which um which we, 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 we saw he, he doing something similar, in, in, but doing it on the double in the, in, in, in the 2018 All-Ireland Final. And, and um, it was, I, I, I think the score came practically immediately after he had lost, um, he, had, he had been dispossessed, which, which rarely happens. And, and, and when, when, the, when um, um, Limerick won it back and offloaded it to, to put it back over the bar, like it, it, was, it was an absolutely fantastic score. But if you if you if you're trying to pick some of the scores, um, that, uh, some of the Limerick scores of the year, a couple of Dermot Burns' long range points were, were absolutely fantastic. Some of Tom Morrissey's scores, like 
there were so many of Tom Morrissey's up there on the left wing and he just looks up and, and, and slots it over the bar. Some of the scores of Garod Hegarty. Some of the scores of Gam Galan. Um, the, the, the scores, the, the economical way that Peter Casey can come on and just literally flick it over, over the bar. Um, the two points that Graham Mulcahy got in the closing stages of, 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 of the Munster hurling final. Like, there, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole array of scores there. Um, like, you know, you're, you're into lottery territory. Um, you, you're spoiled for choice, there are so many. Yeah. But I agree with you, um, uh, the significance of the score, the importance of the score, of where the score came from. It came from your captain, leading by example, in Hurling's biggest stage, Croke Park, on all and semi-final day. I agree with your Hannon's point. Yeah, and look, just as you were talking there, there was a few points that came back to mind. Uh, there was one Peter Casey against Clare. Grod Hegarty just goes down the line. No one can keep with him. And a uh, hand pass kind of underneath his hand out to Casey. Flicks it over. That was another such point. And I think just for the football, it's it's worth mentioning Adrian Inwright's goal that Ian Carver kicks or gives a pass to Killian Fahey on a sixpence. And Killian Fahey's goal against Tipperary that Tony McCarthy puts on a plate for Fahey as well. Uh, it seems to be kidding. Fahey's on the receiving end of all these brilliant football passes. But I'll still go for Declan Hannon's point. As you said, leader, captain, All-Ireland semi-final, just for half-time, after making a mistake, it's our score of the year. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with it. Um, like when, when I, you know, when, I, when you told me you were going to be discussing score of the year, it, 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 it was one of the scores that, that, that absolutely... It hit me like uh, the the pass of 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 Ian Corbett against Waterford was something very 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 special that 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 led to the goal and this you know and we're wondering why he's we're not wondering um, you know that that is another example of why um, we got the news that we got this morning. Yeah, it was it was an all star worthy pass and it was worth the, the nomination alone. But look, we'll go for. Declan Hannon for his score to make it 15-11 in the All-Ireland semi-final but again special mention to Ian Corbett he's getting a lot of those today um, but that is that, that doesn't the team that doesn't the team in this country Jack they wouldn't have Ian Corbett but they can't have him he's no, ours he's ours exactly um, I suppose then going on to the club hurling um, I didn't go for Dave Dempsey's uh, county final performance but he is going to get my score of the year and it's really a case to take your pick from them county final goals. Uh, the first one is a rocket from just outside 21 into the top corner. If you had seven or eight on max inside in the doom goal, he wouldn't have saved it. It was inch perfect. I ever watched it and I was thinking, I was like, I need a replay of that because that is perfect. And the second goal then, um, Peter Casey breaks through, gives it to Dempsey, on Mac rushes out. Um, Dempsey takes one touch on the hurley and flicks into net and never touches his hands. Um, I don't know if any, any goal or any score comes close to either one of those. I'm not really, haven't really made up my mind which one is better yet, but can you cast your, your expert opinion yeah, on which I, one you prefer? I made up my mind very differently on that. Um, it's the second goal I, I, I just couldn't get over it for weeks. Like, was, you, know, it, 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 you know, this is what you pay your book going in the gate to see that, that, that type of exceptional play. Um, all right, there were, there were no bums and seats that day, but um, 
because of the restrictions are very limited amount anyway. Um, but that's that's that that's that's really what the punters uh, going to see. That that was actually a special moment, and it takes extraordinary skill um, to pull that one off, and extraordinary speed of thought, of course. Um, you know, uh, totally in sync. Your your thought and your 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 your, your actions really really in sync. Um, uh, that that was a that was a mem- memorable goal. Um, um, I I uh, I remember uh, the, the the debate after whether you know um, how di- how did he finish it and it been shown back in action replay and everything like it. Uh, I have no doubt both goals were exceptional, but but I I I've no doubt him going for the second goal. Yeah, I don't know. I just have some kind of inkling towards the first goal, but look, David Himsey is getting our score of the year for whichever goal he puts, he can he can have it. He's, he's he's actually he's actually getting one and two. <laughs> yeah, he he has that, and he's goal against Patch Swell as well in the semi final as well as another piece of brilliance. Yeah. So David Himsey scores goals in county finals. Um, it was his it was his, he's got four now in county finals, which is an incredible feat for David Dempsey, and he he gets another award this year. Um, in the football, then again, we've spoken at length about the county football final between the Battle Landers, and you probably won't want to hear much more about it. But I think Hugh, was Bur- or Hugh Burke's goal um, sets the tone early on. I think it was seven minutes in, um, and I watched it back just last night. Adair have the ball for a minute, which probably doesn't seem like very long, but when you're chasing the ball for a minute, you know that the team that has it is in complete control. There's 12 passes. Mikey Lyons eventually sets him through, and the finish. Is exceptional from Hubert, and I. There's no other score that came close to it for me. I don't know what you're thinking was there now. No, no, no. It's it's the standout goal, Jack. It, it's it's the standout goal. Um, it, it was just an incredible score. Like we had, we had seven minutes um, without a score, actually in the in 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 the county final, and um, it, it, it looked from a Ballylanders point of view that they might. Um, be about to, be about to match him, but by God, um, it, it 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 was an incredible goal. It was an incredible score to 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 um, to get off the map with, and it it, it it was only a special player could could pull it off. But it was the product of ex- exceptional build up play of of Adair, and as you said, the patience of of, of Adair, and. You must remember that the score was also got at a time when Adair were playing into a strong breeze. So, like, its its significance was huge. Ballinanders had a strong breeze, and they they hadn't gone off the mark in seven minutes. And here they were hit by a thunderbolt of a goal, a special goal. Um, You know, so, so well taken. I, I have no argument at all with you. On, on that being goal of the year, for me anyway. Yeah, look, and for those that didn't didn't get the chance to see it, um, Robbie Burke intercepts the ball in his own 45. Adair played around for a minute at their leisure, um, looking for that gap. Eventually, Mikey Lyons plays a hand pass over the top, in behind the Badlanders' fence. Hubert doesn't even put it into his hands. Straight, straight boot, that was in the boot, it was expertise, expertly finished into the top corner by Hubert, but it never touched his hand. An exceptional goal, and as you said, it kind of probably turned the game in seven minutes. And look, we know how it ended up four seven to four. So Hugh Burke again unanimous, and we are unanimous in all our scores of the year. 
Declan Hannon for his point against Galway in the Ireland semi-final. David Dempsey will go with the second goal um, on your command in the county final. That brilliant piece of skill to finish Peter Casey's pass and Hugh Burke uh, in the county final against Bell Landers. Again, Hugh Burke is mentioned. Um, I suppose we'll move on to the biggest surprise. Um, I just put down hurling and football. I didn't go into the county. I didn't think there was any major surprises. I thought Limerick would win the All-Ireland. They did. I thought the footballers would win the league. They did. So I just went straight into hurling. And you said a while ago, I just noted it here, you said you didn't know if it was a surprise, but I win for Doon versus Kilmallock in that uh, county semi-final. I think on their day, Doon are, are capable of beating anyone, but I just think without Rich English, without Dara Donovan, we talk about leaders a lot today, two of the main leaders, Rich English is, in, is to Doon, what William Dunahoo is to Napier Street, in my opinion. And without him, and to beat Kilmallock, who have the likes of Graham O'Cahey, Paddy O'Loughlin, Aaron Costello, and 220 to 117, they never really looked like losing it, I thought. I just thought Dune's performance exceptional like that. Yeah, I thought Dune's performance was exceptional that day. And, um, you know, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't awfully surprised about it, if I'm honest. Uh, you know, I, I thought in the group stages... Um, in in, in in their games with with Adair and, and Patrick Swell, which I saw about him, um, I I was impressed with with Doon. Now they they were they had Darrell Donovan for those two games, as far as I recall. They hadn't um, they hadn't Richie English, obviously, but I, I was quite impressed with with, with, with Doon. Like they, they 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 have you know they 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 have a lot of young players coming through. And and like you, you then had the like of 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 Pat Ryan and and um, you had you had the experience of of guys like um, uh, De- Dennis Maloney and 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 guys like that and and um, and uh, like they brought on a couple of young players like you, the young player like Chris Thomas who, who came in and was was very very competent at at at, at cornerback. You had you had Michael Bryan who was who, who was there. Um, so like. Um, in terms of surprise of the year, I, I, I opted for the Kilmallock win over the Pearcy as, 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 as my surprise of the year this year. Um, because I, I, I had the sense right from the start of this year um, that, that um, the Pearcy were coming all guns blazing um, for, for, that, that, um, to, for, for the Daily Cup. And um, you know, hindsight is a perfect science. I I, I proved right in the end, um, uh, but I I honestly thought that that um, it, it 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 was a bit of a surprise two sixteen to one seventeen, um, because Kilmallock had suffered them any defeat to the Pearshig last year. So like um, it 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 was a big turnaround. But as it transpired. It, it was just a wake-up call that the Pearshig needed, but to me that was the surprise of the year, more so than 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 Dune against them um, against um, Kilmallock. Because going to the county semi-final this year between Dune and Kilmallock, I I I was genuinely worried about Kilmallock um, for the simple reason that um, uh, the, the, the performance against the hand. As, as I said earlier on, I think it raised red flags for me in that it, it, it said more about 
possibly Kilmallock and a Han, the way Han came came back at him and like really closed it down like you know, and Kilmallock were out of sight and wasn't able and lost their grip in the game and wasn't able to regain it. And I had worries for that reason because I honestly believe no disrespect to Han and you know, um it um it's great that they retain their, their, their A status, but, but um, um, you know, I thought doing were a step up on that and, and a good step up on it. And that's exactly how it transpired. And I, I'm going for the surprise of the year in hurling. I'm going for Kilmallock's victory over the Pearsheet. Yeah, no, look, I agree. I was, I was surprised at that, but I just, I just think that it wasn't a knockout game and the Pearsheet knew they could regroup. Now, I know the pressure was on Straight away after that loss, every game becomes knockout after that. Um, I'm going to still stick with Dune Kilmallock. I just think with those players missing, I think Dune, as I said, are an exceptional team. And to be able to go to a county final without those two players says a lot about Dune and the players they're coming through. But I'm going to still stick with it just um, just for the just to go against you, I suppose. Um, but no, in a, in a knockout game, I just think that, uh, that with the chips on the line, they, they went and got the job done against, which then they weren't, fa- they definitely weren't favourites. I suppose just looking through the Hurling Championships as a whole, there wasn't that many surprises. Like, the Pearsheet would have been favoured to win it. They won it. Tadaya uh, Palace Kennery, the year after getting to the final, came back and won it. And Newcastle West, in the intermediate, the year after getting to the final, came back and won it. So it kind of went as the way we thought it would go, which is strange enough, really, in a championship that's played out in six or seven weeks that there was no huge surprises, no standout surprise. No, no, no. Um, basically, the the the, the, the Hurling Championship overall over the three grades, as you said, and um, it's unfortunate that Junior A Championship. Um, not not wanting to digress now is yeah. is not finished yet. But and hopefully, when the, when the opportunity will present itself, <coughs> it, it it will. But overall, it it was a championship that was devoid of of any major surprise. Um, it, it was a championship that basically Jack Winter called into script. Um, yeah. You know, um, there, there were little marks um, for, 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 for predicting winners and losers in these games um, because they, they all sort of went to call into plan. Yeah. Um, uh, the only thing is, like, there, was, there was some great games. That's not to say it wasn't a great championship, but at the end, the kind of cream came to the top and the ones we expected to come to the top did. It's it's a championship that's of a very high standard, Jack, and um, we're probably being a bit uh, we're probably being a bit too critical of it if when we go down that road because um, like here is the championship of the All Ireland Senior Champions in two of the last three years, and who knows what it not for fate champions for the last three years, and it's 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 certainly living up to the billing. Of the championship of the champion county, you know, in yeah. in, in in my view, it's 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 a very very good it's it's a very well structured championship. No, all right, this year it had to be truncated. Or last year, now it it had to be truncated because of the circumstances of the pandemic. Um, but it, but in normal circumstances, um, it, it it is a very 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 good structure and a very very good. Format and, and full marks, full marks again uh, to Limerick GAA 
for, for pulling off what they did in the 11 weeks window that they, opportunity that they gave. I think they get serious, serious inroads into their championships. Yeah, and, really. and um, you know, those that they haven't finished, um, they, 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 they certainly um, sh shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any culpability uh, attributed to them for it because um, I, I, I think, I, I, you know, I, I think that they've done a great job in it now there, there are outstanding um there are outstanding issues like there are the junior a holland championship the junior b championships and the under 21b football or the under 21 championships but you know they had plans in place for those were it not for the for, for the second just they're calling it a ripple now um that that, that came where we had with a surge for where we with the first pandemic then we had a ripple now, now we have a surge that, that they're saying, but um, whatever terminology they use for it, but um, it, 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 it halted proceedings anywhere, whether it was a surge or a or whatever it was. But um, it, um, like, like Limerick GA were on course to having their, 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 their games finished within a matter of weeks. Yeah, like they, 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 would, they would have certainly taken out the Junior Air Championship had they got another two weekends. Yeah, no, it is an awful disappointment because look, you can't you can't plan for a global pandemic, but when that came, Limerick J put in a, a brilliant a brilliant structure in place. And look, as you said, we were two weeks off finishing. Absolutely, and it 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 it, it wasn't it, it it wasn't it wasn't without planning, because like they did in fairness, um, during the close down of of April and May, they they had a series of contingency plans in place. Depending on when they get the green light. Yeah, and look, we, we we hope that we will get that green light soon enough, and that we can play off those championships that teams put in as much effort as the championships that went ahead and finished. So please, God, will get them. But look, we will will disagree on the biggest surprise. I'm going to stick with Dune Kilmallock in the semi final. You're going to say Kilmallock's win over an Apiershig in the opening game of the championship. And to football, then I suppose. Look, personally, I thought Adair beaten. Newcastle in semi-final was a big surprise. Uh, hindsight will tell me that I was idiotic to think such a way. But I saw Newcastle um, in 2019. I saw them in 2020 in both their group games. I thought they were superb. I thought there was no stop in Newcastle. That was a surprise for me. But the biggest surprise was Father Casey's and Adair. And hindsight will show that that was a huge surprise. Uh, 17 points to 12 I suppose as a Valley man, I was waiting for Adair. I thought they'd come through Casey's and that we'd be playing Adair in the quarterfinal. That wasn't the case. Father Casey's were excellent on the day. I wasn't there now. I was at a different game. But by all accounts, um, Father Casey's exceptional against Adair, deserving five-point winners and a huge prize, I thought, in the club football championship. Are you with me, Matt? I'm with you, yeah, yeah. So what was your What was your thinking on uh, on the biggest surprise of the Club Football Championship? I actually, um, Father Casey's are involved in it, and I, 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 I think it was the Palestine Father Casey's with the biggest surprise. <laughs> well, I wasn't surprised anyway. Can't tell us <laughs> because, um, um, in, in in fairness, having beaten Adair, the expectation was that 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 um. That father, that father Casey's would 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 drive on, um, like and um, but um, 
it, it, it just didn't happen under there. But he's still one of the deserving winners, and um, that to me it, it was was the major surprise of of the year. And that like it, 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 um, it, it just wasn't um, it just wasn't a victory. That it, it was a comfortable victory enough. In, yeah, in, in fairness. Yeah, and um, like you, you, you can't argue with that, Jack. I, I, I would be going for the surprise of the year in, in the football championship as Palestine's victory over Father Cases. So, Palestine will take that. Um, look, I'm the eternal optimist. I go into every Palestine game thinking they're going to win. So, it was no surprise to me, to be honest. But um, Father Cases involved in both of them. I'm going Father Cases at there for that um, second round game. You're going Father Cases, Palestine for that quarter final win for Palestine and that'll take us on to the final category for today. You'll anyone listen will say finally. Um team of the year. Um look we won't include in the county teams because it'd be unfair to separate the hurlers and the footballers. They're operating at different levels but the hurlers had a perfect year. But for Billy Lee and his footballers, Connor Sweeney's kick, if that doesn't go over, it's certainly looking like a perfect year. But besides that, uh, McGrath Cup winners first time in fifteen years. League champions back in Division 3, uh, Munster semi-final for second year in a row. Great strides made by both county teams. We'll leave them out of it. So your club hurling team of the year, who did you pick? Uh, team now or club of the year? Uh, I'll leave it open to your interpretation. I win for on-field performances as a team. As a team? Well, as, 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 as a team... I, 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 it's very hard to look beyond the piercing. Yeah, um, here. Like I, I, I honestly thought that, that you know the performance in in the county final. I, I say it again. The only downside to it was that they just couldn't go on to the Munster Championship. Like yeah. Limerick's performance in the All Ireland final, um, you know, was 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 you know one melon the other. Um, Patrick's Patrick's or um, the Piercing's performance, I thought in the in in the county final was absolutely outstanding. I thought there were a couple of great um, there were a couple of great um, um, performances as well by by Kildano Palace Kennery, you know. Yeah. And if 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 if, if you talk about um, club performances, um, retaining the Premier Minor Hurling Championship. And winning winning promotion from B to A, you know, um, you have to admire. You have to mention Benny Brown. Yeah, I, I, I that with us. Yeah, you I know, know. By, by any benchmark, um, by any benchmark, um, that that is, it has been a good year for them because um, uh, st- starting out at the start of the year, I'm, I'm sure that their two main goals starting out would be. Um, get up to to Group A, number one, and number two, retain that championship, and and they did both of them and did both of them in style. So, you know, if if, if it was a club of the year as distinct from a team of the year, I, I'd be going for Barry Brown, but for a team of the year, you just can't look beyond the piercing. It has to be the piercing for me. Yeah, and that, and that club of the year, the same token goes for Dune retaining the under twenty one championship and getting to the county final in the absence of two inch county players is, is no mean feat. Um, I, I think the Piercing were exceptional and that final performance will live long in the ages. But I'm going to go off Kildano Palace Kinnery. Um, I think last year in 2019, um, they lost to Blackrock after replay. 
I think I think when they, if these teams meet in 2021, um, the Lion beat them. I think Palace or the Lion Palace Henry were the better team in 2019, just couldn't get the job done for whatever reason. Both finals, there was huge pressure on them again. They were heavy favourites to win Premier Intermediate. They lost their first game to Mungret and then they regrouped with four successful wins to take championship. I expected Napierchik to win the county. They did that. Um, the Lion Palace Henry thought there was more pressure on them, if that's possible. So I just went for the Lion Palace Henry, but. And on the same line, Napierschik to win a county title so comprehensively without Shane Dowling, who will go down as one of Limerick's greats, is, is a brilliant great. achievement. So I, I wouldn't begrudge anyone picking Napierschik. Um, I'll leave you out of the final line there after my Lion Paniskinary spiel, but you will still stick with Napierschik, I'm assuming. I'll, I'll stick with Napierschik, and I suppose it, 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 if there's a big disappointment, if you were handing out the disappointment to the uh, it's, it's, it's the fact that Shane Dowling announced his retirement. Yeah. Um, his premature retirement, unfortunately. What a loss to the club game, what a loss to the county team, what a loss to the game of hurling, you know, un- un- unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm sticking with the Piercy, but I have the utmost admiration for Kildama Palestine, and your analysis of Kildama Palestine is, is, is spot on. But, but I, ha- I happen to believe <clears throat> that come 2021, that it would be, it would be to, to um, Kildama Palestine's benefit that they missed out on promotion in 2019 because I believe because of the configuration of their team, um, uh, I, I honestly think that, um, and I discussed it with one or two of the players involved, um, that, that, um, that, that, that that extra year won't have done them one bit of harm and will have, 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 have you know, have them in a better state of readiness uh, to tackle senior hurling championship which I have no doubt they, should have, they shouldn't have any fears about. Yeah, and look what I'm about. Kildare Palace Kennedy just popped into my head. Um, Limerick senior hurler, Darren O'Connell, um, obviously part of that successful Kildare Palace Kennedy team and the Limerick team. He's setting up his own business, Chill Beans. It's a kind of coffee, hot chocolate, um, cookie kind of stand. Not a stand, it's inside in a truck. But he's opening up um, tomorrow, Saturday, in Garrett's Butchers, I think around midday, just to support local sport, one of our own that helped Limerick. Get the county final, but just yeah, I'm going to go out in a pier streak. Uh, you made a compelling case from is it six titles in 10 years, four Munster clubs, an all Ireland club? The production line doesn't seem to be stopping, even without one of the Limerick's greats, they get the job done and so comprehensively. So, team of the year would be the Napier Street senior hurlers. Um, but a special mention the club of the year, Valley Brown and Dune, for un- continuing rage success and development at senior level. I suppose going on to team of the year in the football, um, can you look past a day or I know, especially mention again to Clahan for getting the job done, getting back up to, to the senior ranks, but a day or three and four years. And another club you say about the Pierce again into Munster, I'd love to see this a day or team in Munster for a third time because they'll have learned a lot, lot of lessons from Nemo the first year, the Nair then two years ago. And it's an awful pity that they won't get that chance. Um, we can talk about that in a minute, but just firstly, would you agree with Adair as club football team of the year? I do, I do, I do, and, and more than a little honourable mention of Tahan, as you said. Um, but but um, <clears throat> I, I agree totally with you um, about, about the club championship. Um, and, uh, and um, you know, I, I, they, they, they certainly haven't been out of their depth in the two previous appearances in the club championship. And I feel that they will have learned an awful lot uh, from it. And it, it, it would actually be, it would actually be their, their fourth year in the club championship because they oh, had yes. one year in the intermediate. 
<coughs> championship as well. And of all the four years, I thought they were better equipped in 2020 for going into the club championship than any other year. And I, 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 I have no hesitation at all in saying that they're, that, that, that they're the football team of the year. But um, I, I'm again with that caveat that I'm fierce disappointed that they didn't get the opportunity on the bigger stage. Yeah, and look, oh, please God, we can we can we can get that. But um, it bodes well for Limerick that there is teams like Newcastle and um, put it up to them. I know Galbally put it up to them in the semi-final. That their teams getting close to that level and a level that hopefully they can be repeated from Colour Broadford in 20, or 2008 that we do have a Limerick team competing in the Munster Club Championships. But that's all for our club awards. I'll run down to them as quickly as I can. Match of the year, inter-county, we win for Limerick's last Tipperary in the Munster semi-final, incredibly. Uh, club hurling game of the year, I went Mungard St. Paul's 117 to 116 win over Lion Palace Kinnery in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship. You win for Bally Brown's minor Premier Hurling Championship final win over Mungard St. Paul's. Uh, for the club football, it was New or Adair's 113 to 11 point win over Newcastle. The Intercounty Player of the Year was Garod Hegarty unanimously. Um, the Club Hurler of the Year, I went for David Dempsey, you went for William O'Donoghue. Uh, club Footballer of the Year, we both said Paul Maher of Adair. The Young Player of the Year for the Intercounty team was Adam English, the minor captain. Um, young Hurler of the Year for the clubs, we, went, we split it. Aidan O'Connor and Colin Coughlin, both Ballet Brown. We split the club footballer, you and Killian Mead, I went Bill Casey, and Killian Mead, Bellanders, Bill Casey, Ballestine, no bias there. Um, for performance of the year from a team, Limerick's All Ireland final performance, the Pierce's county final, and Adair's county final, there was no real debate there. Three exceptional performances. Individual performance of the year, we actually agreed on William O'Donoghue for his tour de force in the semi final, once semi final against Tipperary. Uh, club Hurling performance of the year, you win David Dempsey's county final 2-2. A salvo, I win for Pat Ryan's seven points in the semi-final against Kilmallet for Dune. Uh, performance of the year for an individual for the club football, Hugh Burks 2-2 in the county final. Score of the year, Declan Hannon's score for Limerick against Galway in the All-Ireland semi-final. David Dempsey's second goal in the county final, even though his first got an honorable mention, it was the score of the year in the club hurling. And Hugh Burks' first goal for Adair in the county final, that kind of set the tone that day. Biggest surprise, I went for Doon beating Kilmallock in the county semi-final in the Hurland. You went for Kilmallock beating the Pearshig in the first round of the senior Hurland. Uh, for the football, I went Casey's beating Adair. You went for Ballystine beating Father Casey's as a result. And then for, this was team of the year, Hurland, the Pearshig senior Hurland team with club of the year going to Doon or Bally Brown. And then team of the year in the football, it was Adair for winning a third county title in four years. Well, a fourth and fifth, if you want to include that intermediate. Um, there's about an, an hour and a half, I think, there, Matt, of listening. Um, thanks very much for that. But I suppose before we finish up, um, we'll, we're finished with the awards. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. But I suppose we'll, we'll finish on a, on a sad note. Um, We've done timely passing of the legendary Cork Ladies Football Manager, Eamon Ryan, during the week. A huge loss to, to the nation as a whole. Some incredible achievements as the Ladies Football Manager of Cork winning. Was it nine, ten All Irelands and, and nine league league medals? It's just an incredible feat, and uh, we send our condolences to all the family of him and Ryan. Yeah, I agree totally with you, Jack. I was so saddened yesterday when I heard that that, that um, something that has been coming for for the, for a number of weeks now. Him and Ryan has 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 been has been ill, um, and Him and Ryan is somebody I had the pleasure of being. In his company on a, on, on, a, on a couple of occasions, and um, 
I'll tell you, um, you wouldn't be very, very long. Uh, he's, he was an extremely, extremely modest man, extremely modest man, but um, you wouldn't be very long in his company when you would very clearly understand why people would want to play for him and play play with him to, to their very best. Um, like, he, he, his record has been absolutely, you know, phenomenal. I I don't think it will be ever, um, uh, nobody will ever achieve it again because, like, Cork had won no All-Ireland Ladies Football Championship um, in, when Eamon Ryan took over back in 2004. And in, in 11 years, he, he guided them to 10 All-Irelands, nine leagues, and 10 monster championships in, 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 in what was a, an absolutely glory-filled filled decade. But um, he, he, he was the cornerstone of it all. He was the glue that brought, brought it all together. Like, he was a native of, of Watergrass Hill, um, um, Glen Valeri of, 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 to be East Cork. And um, he, he, he eventually settled in, in, down in Mid Cork um, in the Balivore and Chigile area. And um, um, like, he, he, a true football man. Um, right back from his days with UCC, um, um, where he first made his name, and uh, he, he won Munster Championships, uh, two Munster Senior Championships with Cork in 66 and 67, played in the All-Ireland Final against Meath in 1967 when they lost by that, that Terry Cavan's goal. Um, like, his contribution, not just to Cork, um, has been phenomenal, but but the game of ladies football and in popularizing the game of, 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 of ladies football and the standards uh, in which he aspired to and, and which, which, which he got his teams, um, his teams very accurately reflected what was his philosophy about how the game of football should be played. And, um, you know, he, 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 he quit... As, as manager, or he, he retired as Cork manager at the end of 2015 and then, then took up a, a role with the Cork senior footballers as, as a selector under Pader Healy's management for, 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 a, for a couple of years. Like, Eamon Ryan has left a legacy that, that will never be equal, I think. Um, it, 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 it has been absolutely... Um, uh, phenomenal. The records are of his making. Um, um, he, 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 like, as I said, uh, uh, the couple of times that I shared his company and, and as much of a pleasure it was, it was a real privilege. Um, just, just, just to hear what his philosophy about how preparing teams and, and how the game, game, game should be played and his he, he, like he exuded um, knowledge of football. He exuded um, man management skins, uh, skills, or in this case, woman management skills. And like the record is there for all to see. It's it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's a very very sad day for for a very very sad for the, for the game of ladies football. And I I was just going through social media there last night. And it, it was phenomenal 
the amount of tributes that were coming into him from all over Ireland, not just from Cork. Um, he, he was so highly respected and, and he was such an ad, such an ad for Cork football and such an ad for the game of ladies football. Um, deepest sympathy to all his family, deepest sympathy to the Cork ladies football community which and the Cork men's football community which he served and dedicated his life to, and, and he will be sorely lost the name and Ryan rest in peace. Yeah, and I, and I second those condolences again. Um, look, the, the legacy will speak for itself for generations to come, and just a huge thanks for giving the Laser Ball that platform that it deserves, and look, it's going from strength to strength, and hope it'll keep continuing in that way. But I suppose we've gone way over time looking by, by my clock here. I think it's well over an hour and a half, but look, it's... It was an enjoyable hour and a half for two met anyway. Um, we went through an awful lot of awards and if you want to skip through, they can skip through. But if, if you've made it this far, thanks very much. And thanks to you, Matt, again, for, for helping me through this journey. I uh, will be back again next week for, I don't know what to talk about, but we'll, we'll think of something. Okay, thank you.